This is the show. This is the Top Down Perspective. John's back. Hi! Yay. <laughs> this is rushed. Yeah. <laughs> no, just, we're just we're just diving into it. We're just hey, John's back. We're we don't we don't mess people... around here on Top Down Perspective. No, we're just getting to what people want. And they want to know what we've been playing. That you, that's not it. You can't go that fast. I, You're the I, one rushing now. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wow. All Sorry. Right. You're Sean Booker. I'm John Wheeler. He's Paul. Yeah. Well, no. First off, it's hey, John. Where have you been? Now I don't even know what we're doing. <laughs> I've been in America and Canada, but not home, because that'd be convenient. Right. Then you'd be able to relax for once. So you've, so you've been gone for two shows. Yep. So let's let's wind it back. First week, where were you at? Uh, Dallas, Texas for Screw Attack Gaming Convention. How was that? Tell us about that. It was good. Uh, I entered the Iron Man of Gaming Tournament which pretty much took up the whole weekend, and I helped out my buddy Gerard run a panel and hung out. It was a good time. How'd you do in the tournament? I ranked second overall. Is that that good? Are you you sad about that? It's it's good, but it's an all-or-nothing tournament, so there's no prize unless you're first. Okay. But uh, my goal this year had only been to make sure I made the third day, which was Mystery Day, and I did that pretty well, so... Because only it was top thirty-two moved on to day two, but only top sixteen moved on to day three. Although usually it's top eight. So cool! Congrats. Thank you, but uh, I'm bummed out. I lost to the three time now three time champion. And if I oh, that's uh, not exciting. If the yeah, you should have just kicked him off his pedestal. I was hoping to, but what are you gonna do? Dethroned him. I was. I had to win the mystery game, and. we win the entire tournament of the mystery game to get first place. What so was the mystery game? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Mystery game was a an indie game from Sweden called Lethal League. Oh, okay. How was right, it? I've yeah. been looking at that. We didn't know about what it was. Uh, it was interesting. For those who don't know what it is, it's basically Pong meets Smash Brothers. So the way it works <laughs> is you jump around and you attack this ball that's bouncing around, and the more you attack it, the faster it goes. So the idea is, is you're trying to this, get like is this this sounds like wind jammers. Kind of? Nice. But okay. like a 2D platforming wind jammers. Also, someone else may be working on a wind jammers thing. I don't know if that's in our stories by any chance. This sounds like one of those sports friends <laughs> games. <laughs> oh, which is which is the one I'm thinking of? Isn't there a sports friends game where it's similar to Smash Brothers, but there is a ball you can also kind of kick around at each other? I don't know. The only no sports friends games I remember are Joust and the one with the pool noodles. Joust is Joust is not a sports friend game. That is an old arcade game. No, Johann Sebastian Joust. That's that's a sports friends game. Yes. Yeah, that's I just call it Joust because I didn't. There's Super say. Pole Riders. That's the one I was thinking of. Oh, What's okay. the hockey like one? I have no idea. Don't you own Super Friends? What's the game? What are we talking about? Super Friends? I, you're <laughs> the one who brought up Super Friends. I don't own it. No, wait. What was the game we were just talking about called? Sports Friends? There we go. It like literally just left my mind for a sec. Dude, are you all right? You're totally out of it. Oh, man. That heat's getting to his head. Jesus. He's starting to, he's starting to melt. Frying an egg in his brain. 
for the love of God, jump back in the pool for a bit. <laughs> Go back to the pool. Just stream the from the thing pool, you'll be fine. The only thing that in life that makes sense is the pool. That's right. <laughs> no, seriously, the first day I found out about that, when I was on my way home, I could not see or hear anything other than pool. <laughs> You've been living there how long and only just found out about the pool? Two months. wasn't my fault. How is it not your wasn't fault? wasn't my fault. Well, okay. So, there's a sign, like, you. okay, you can see the pool from my kitchen. Okay. <laughs> there's a sign on the door that says, no trespassing. So, I thought, okay, maybe it's a different building's pool, or maybe it's, like, just for the landlord or something, and no one ever used it. So, eventually, I just asked my roommate, yo, what's up with the pool? And he was like, oh, that's, that's the, that pool's for our building. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> is there just no so, one in there except you, or are you the only person using the pool? Yeah, which is awesome. It's so great. That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, man. So, this weekend, I'm going to get intimate with that pool. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you went to a, se- so you went to a second, second convention, right? Yep. What was that one? That was Con Bravo. That was in Hamilton, Ontario. I just got them was, back from that one this week. Was it better? Uh, well... I, there wasn't an Iron Man of Gaming tournament, so... That one sounded so, fun. Like, everybody that tweeted from there or whatever, it just seemed like a group of people hanging out for a weekend. That's kind of what it was. It was super laid back. Uh, I think we said attendance was around 3,700. Which, I mean, that's a small con in comparison to, like, PAX. Or like yeah. yeah and, or DashCon. <laughs> smaller how than DashCon. How many people went to DashCon? I think it was, like, 500. Only five hundred. Yeah, but hang on. Did Con Bravo have a ball pit? Because like, no. Right. But if you, they said it. <laughs> one of the booths at the vendors hall said if you dressed up like the ball pit, they'd give you like twenty five percent off their products. Oh, okay. That's all right. That was a little weird. <laughs> um, I was gonna say Hamilton like isn't a small city. Like it's a it's pretty big too though. Well, it's pretty close to Toronto, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I have tons of family in Hamilton. It's like, I guess, Airdrie compared to Calgary in that kind of sense. Or in relation to Calgary. Sure. I think it's, no, it's definitely further out. And it's also, like, way bigger than Airdrie it's, is. Uh, it's an hour, it's less than an hour ride from the uh, Pearson Airport in Toronto to Hamilton. Oh, okay. I so, thought it was further. Though it is technically further than Airdrie, but not too much. Or you could fly into Hamilton's airport. Cool. Reminds me a lot of home, actually, because it's just a tiny ass airport. Home being the East Coast. Yeah, Newfoundland. Yeah. But no, it was really nice to actually be at a con that was in Canada for once, because I could actually use my data and use my debit card and all this stuff. What? Like we have the Comic Expo. It and it's they don't huge. they don't go to that though. Yeah, Who's they. My like for work. Oh, well, I just meant, well, I thought you were just talking about conventions that you go to. Oh, no, well, fucking Comic Expo, like, I go, I sleep in my own bed. That fucking doesn't count. I'm just saying, that's a convention in this country that you can use your data that you go to. <laughs> it's true. Yes, but I, I'm saying as a guest. You can, hey, you're a guest at the Comic Expo. No, we're all, we're not. ever, we're, we're, hey, we're all guests. At least I, yeah. I feel like I'm a guest. Are, are you going we're to take all that guests. from me? <laughs> John, oh, that's the only convention I'm a guest at. Are you gonna are you gonna, are you gonna rob me of that one of the one convention where I feel like 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 I'm wanted there? Sean, were you even there this year? Oh man. 
No, I wasn't there last week. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good reason. I missed this podcast. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Comrade was a really good time. Ran our panel, had a great time. Hopefully going back next year. And but, now I But you're not done. Nope. Tomorrow morning I leave for San Diego. Nice. Hey, that's pretty close to me. Nice. How far away roughly? Two, three, two, eight, three hours? eight. <laughs> No, it's like eight to nine hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty far. It's about it's about five to six for me to get to LA and then another two or three to get to San Diego. Oh, okay. So it's two or three from LA, that's where I was getting from. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be running uh, Throne Controllers, our game show, at Nerd HQ, which is in a stadium next to San Diego Comic-Con. I was going to say, it seems so weird going there and not going to Comic-Con. I know, that's the weird thing. I don't think... Like, it just seems like a giant tease. It's like, hey, do you want to go to this other convention that's not Comic-Con? No? no? What? (laughs) Yes. Like, I'm I'm almost thinking, like, someone came to you and was like, hey, John, we're going to send you to a con... A convention in San Diego during like July twenty fourth week. Oh, this is incredible! Thanks so much, guys. Oh, it's not Comic Con. What? <laughs> what? 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 Why? Why? <laughs> I just I almost like no offense to like everyone. I just why would you put another convention on during this week? It's part of the con though. It's just like there's no real gaming representation at uh, Com- Comic-Con, so they're like, all right, we'll just be next door and just do gaming stuff. So I heard you like cons, so I put a con in your con so you can be a guest while being a guest. Wow. Oh, man. We've reached a new low. Like, dude, it's like, it's it's super hot right now. Like, it's so hot down here. Are you going to be okay? I, yeah, we can just, tell. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you, get ready for the heat. San Diego is way hotter than it is up here. Ugh. Yeah, San Diego is, like, I've what? been there a few times, and it's gross, kind of. Why did I get to spend my July in Texas and <laughs> California? Right, exactly. Like, San Diego is, like, rate, it's, like, this close to Mexico. Hamilton, yeah. I literally could have worn a hoodie and been perfectly fine. Oh, well, you're really? in San Diego. Hamilton being way hot. When you're Hamilton, in San Diego, you should a, go to Tijuana. There was a ton of rain in, while we were there at Hamilton. They cooled it down. Oh, that sounds good. It was really nice. It's been warm here. I wouldn't say hot, but definitely warm. No way. You guys have been having 30. You've actually been beating me for the longest time. Yeah. I've been jealous. But, but you well, know, it sucks. Because like, I've been traveling so much. I got back last week. I was like, I need to buy fans because it's the longest I've been in my apartment in the summer. Sure. It was two days. <laughs> Did a bunch of stuff in your apartment like melt? No, but it was just like there's no air conditioning in the building and the, oh. the windows open probably like this far. So uh, we needed we needed fans. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you barely need fans in Calgary. It's like summer is basically two weeks in July. Yeah, pretty much. But those were really shitty two weeks. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm gonna. I just need to, even though I'm not, it's not as hot as it was where you guys are for me. I'm just gonna remember, like, come fall, I'm gonna be laughing at you. So I just gotta hold on. Okay. I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll do it. You'll, you'll survive. But that's it for my shenanigans. 
cool. So now we can start the show. It's the Top Down Perspective. Um, <laughs> it's July 24th, and I'm hosting this week, All right. I guess. Um, hey, John, what have you been playing? Tomodachi Life. What, uh, what are you doing, man? Okay, so... I had you used to, to be cool. I had to practice for Iron Man of Gaming, so I kind of had to practice six games over and over. So I spent like... Uh, Did you wait? You weeks. practiced Tomodachi Life? No, that was literally the only game I could play in between because I didn't want to learn a new game, and it requires so little brain function that I could just do that while like unwinding. It was like his video game drug to get away from the reality of life. Exactly, it's the only thing that kept me going, man. That's sad. Kids, don't do space. drugs. I'm trying to get myself <laughs> space, man. Don't do Tomodachi life or drugs. They'll both rot your <laughs> just brain. Do, just doing some of that Tomodachi? Is that what the kids are doing yeah, these the, days? The some tea. Tomodachi? Yeah. You got your Tomodachi nail? <laughs> Scoop it on up. Scoop up some of that Tomodachi. <laughs> I'm sorry you got me. <laughs> I just started picturing like this ground up powder of Tomodachi Life cartridges and he's just sniffing it for some reason and it got to me. I'm sorry. I'm good. Yeah, like he's busy like playing Mega Man or some shit and he's like, God, I'm so tired. And then he just kind of, all right, let's do it. Oh, this Tomodachi's nice. I've been working on my funny face. Want to see? <laughs> Eyes just separate, just go off. To <laughs> uh, I have to take the hat off. Yeah. Oh yeah, you just you snort it, and your eyes just do the funny face. That'd be so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking like you just OD, but your eyes are just like permanently out when they find your body. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, it's another Tomodachi death again. Yeah. Oh, God. Life. It's definitely funnier than that whole game. <laughs> he made it all oh, the way God. to the moon. Fuck, fuck that part, man. <laughs> Nathan was right. That was a disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Oh you, oh, you mean like not the rest of the game? Oh, oh, no. But I had hopes that, you know, space would be interesting because it's space. So I will say one thing, though. Uh, there, if you play the game long enough, there's actually a really cool aspect to the street pass that kicks in. So normally the street pass is just you find someone else who has an island and you get like whatever their island product is. Like mine's like a fried shrimp hat or something. Right. But if you have a bunch of me's that have a baby, they can grow up and become a traveler. So they will street pass and travel to the person who has them. They'll go to the next person's island. They'll go there. Like the person takes care of them. Uh, they can give them like special food items, and then the next day they'll travel on to someone else's island once they street pass someone, and they'll keep doing this. But while you're gone, or while they're gone, they will actually send you letters of where they've traveled to through like the internet, like a bunch of random people's names. Like, hey, I was in Mark's 3ds, then I was in this guy's 3ds. Kind of, but it's like, like yeah, it's more like I was at like <laughs> Mark's island, and I met his me Jasmine. Here's a picture okay. of us like hanging out. Uh, I'm doing good. I eating lots of. I'm trying to eat healthy. I'm hoping to survive till the next island. Love whatever your me's name is. Do you like my funny face yet? <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been practicing in my travels. Is it good enough for you yet? Can I come home, <laughs> please? Take me back. 
No one at this island likes my funny face. <laughs> it sucks in Paul's 3DS. He never turns it on. It's always he never dark. He gives me any food. I'm always like, There's hey, fire hungry. everywhere. He only feeds me the food I hate the most. He feeds me celery 24-7. Yeah, he, I'm tired of the celery. I told him I don't like it. He's too I, cheap to buy anything else. Anyways, what else have you been playing? Aben Hawkins and the Thousand One Spikes. Oh, that game that came out years ago. Cool. Uh, well, no, this version came out like. Yeah, I, I know. I'm just being a jackass, but yeah, uh, you know, liking it? I was, I was thinking the same thing because I played Thousand Spikes at your place. Right. No, like it's been out for a long time, but they remastered it and are selling it for more than a dollar now. So that's good for them. Yeah, they're selling it for I think fifteen. Yeah. Sure. It's and, like, good. There's a lot more content in it. I've known, or so, sort of. There's a tutorial stage, which is great. <laughs> yeah, that game kind of needed it, to be fair. Because if I remember correctly, you and I found out together that there's two jump buttons. Yeah. <laughs> there's small jump and big jump. Yeah, because we had to find that out by dying a few times. Yeah. Yeah. The best, yeah, best part is, like, World 2 is pretty much the start of the Xbox Live Indie version. So World 1 in that one is World 2 in this one. And then so right. on and so on. So you liking it again or more yeah, now? Yeah, but it's got a problem. Uh, apparently, this is a 3DS only problem. Mm-hmm. It crashes a lot. Yeah, because I, I actually bought it on the 3DS, 3DS and it sucks. I don't think I've ever heard of a 3DS game crashing. Well, surprise! Aben Hawkins crashes like <laughs> yep. crazy. They found a way to break it. Apparently, like uh, you might have the same thing happen. Did you pick like one of the other characters and try to play the game as them? No, I just had it crash when I was in the middle of something, turned it off, and then went and did something else. So I was like, fuck it. So what happened for me is uh, I I unlocked a new character, Commander Video, from the BitTrip games, and Sean is walking away. As he's one to do. Yeah. So I unlock Commander Video from the BitTrip games, and I start playing as him. I get to, like, World 1-6, which is where you actually enter the temple, and then the game crashed. Like, it just, like, locks up when he walks in. And then I had to, re- like, a hard boot my 3DS, and then the game was corrupted. So I could not play it anymore. My save file was completely wrecked. I had to delete my save file and start from scratch. That's really bad. Which really sucked, because I already had, like, Aben up to, like, World 3. So it was just like, oh, great, I get to play all this again. Great. Yeah, yay. <laughs> so, uh... Reading online, I found out what I'm supposed to do is basically just keep backing up my save every time I play it and hope for the best. But basically, I can't play the game with half the characters because they'll just crash the game. That That's yeah. so dumb. That's so dumb. Yeah. Quality product there, Nicholas. Good job. Now, apparently, that's par for the course for Nicholas, too, because they put out this RPG recently, too, Gertania or something like that, that also was crashing like crazy up until recently. Really? Hmm. I wonder why. I don't know. I guess they just don't have really good... Because even on, like, the Xbox indie game version, it was totally fine. Yeah. Apparently, Hmm. like, all the other versions are more or less fine, too. They'll crash a little bit, but nothing bad. Interesting. Uh, One of my friends said, basically, the PC version has a memory leak, and I guess, I think he said, crashes after, like, a half hour of playing it or something like that. But your save file will still be fine. It it shouldn't crash at all. <laughs> like well, yes, this. that too. But I'm just stating. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
I'd rather not start from scratch every time I try to play Avon Hall. Especially for a game that's difficult. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I was really psyched to have, like, a portable version. I'm like, all right, here's a difficult game I can play because I'm traveling so much. It'll be great. Yeah. Why is this the first time I've heard Avon Hawkins? Everyone else is just saying 1001 Spikes. Because the original game was called Avon Hawkins. Avon Hawkins on the 1001 Spikes, yeah. I think the, it would think it was 1000 back then. No, I, think, I believe it was 1001. You thought <laughs> you think they added one more spike? That's it. They found room for that one spike. Yeah, that's. Where, I could see that. That could be pretty good. That's like, where the next gen comes in, right there. Yeah, extra spike. Well, now they have enough like oh, power. Oh, you know what? With I'm actually right. That yeah, I wonder. Hmm. I bet that extra spike is in like a pretty awesome spot. Even Hawkins in a thousand spikes, and then a thousand and one spikes. <laughs> They added so the, the one so spike. So the new game is does it actually have Aben Hawken in the title? Uh, technically yes, but like it's written smaller, so most okay. people just refer to it as Thousand One Spikes. Yeah, fair enough. It's still a good game. Otherwise, it just sucks that it crashes <laughs> so much. Uh, I'd argue it's not that great, but I, I still know. have fun with it. That's well, it's my kind of game. So. Sure, sure. But yeah, that's all I've been playing. Uh, unless you count the Iron Man games, but I, I haven't really been playing. <laughs> right. Over. You I did got, play a lot of it, though. Oh, so. man. Fucking Nidhogg was... I, <laughs> if I can find the footage of the final match we did for Nidhogg, it was phenomenal. Like, that's the best match I've ever played. Still lost, but it was the best match I've ever played. You posted some video, and you lost really quick. What am I thinking of? What are you thinking of? You, because you didn't you put you played a Nidhog. Was this maybe just a Nidhog oh, tournament? There was thinking of? there were two Nidhog tournaments I was in. Uh, one was at oh, E3. Okay. That one got posted, and I got knocked out in the finals. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that was just a short tournament, but yeah, I lost in the finals of that. And okay. at Iron Man of Gaming, I also lost in the finals. Right. Okay. Cool. Uh, I guess we'll move on to Paul. What have you been playing? All right, I started uh, Divinity Original Sin, and that's okay, kind of fantastic. Cool. It's really Very good. Very cool. Yeah, um, and like for an early access title or whatever, they're, I think they're in beta now technically, or whatever they want to call it. 40 bucks is still probably worth it. It seems very solid. Uh, did you play any of the Divinity games, either of you? No. No? Okay. Do you have this on Steam? Uh, like the Divine Divinity and Divinity games? Are you asking if no. they're on Steam? No, I'm asking, are you playing Divinity Original Sin, Sin on, on Steam? Sin on yes. Yes, that's cool. where so I, I bought I, it. I probably will play that relatively soon. Sure, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's really good. Uh, that whole series is basically like uh, Diablo with more D&D-like qualities towards it. So there's more world interactions and like different things you can do. And, yeah, I've only played a little bit of it, so I can't speak too much about what's going on in there, but it seems really solid, especially for what was an early access game, or might still be for all I know, and for 40 bucks, so I'm pretty happy with that. But I started getting into Starbound recently, and it's been a weird, slippery slope, because I, when I first bought that game and booted it up, I played it for 10 minutes and, like, uninstalled it, because I didn't like it at all. But I've been playing it with a friend of mine, and that game changed into something that is way too addictive, and I don't like it. 
I don't like how so addictive. What's the difference? You don't like actually enjoying a game you're playing. <clears throat> I don't like feeling like I'm addicted to a game <laughs> that I'm enjoying. Like, there's a lot of like, oh, I gotta mine more stuff so I can craft better stuff, and it's one of those sorts of things. So it feels like a lot of the time I'm just kind of digging into the earth looking for ores rather than going around and like exploring the worlds right now. And it's kind of what's what's the difference? Kind of a chore. I don't know. Like when you're exploring the worlds and stuff, it's kind of fun. You like see the different planets and like different things. You kill a bunch of people if you want or whatever. If you find some civilizations and whatnot. But right now, I'm just kind of in the middle of like in between worlds, sort of thing. Where this next one I want to go to is harder. So I need better equipment, but to get that, I'm having to dig into the earth and like just mine a lot, and that's kind of gross. But I don't know. Sounds like Minecraft. It is basically 2D. It's Terraria essentially, space Terraria, which was 2D Minecraft. So that's what that is, and that's why I stopped playing Minecraft too. So (laughs) I don't know. We'll see how long that lasts. But uh, Tuesday, Hearthstone: The Curse of Naxxramas Adventure came out all oh, right yeah so How, how's that it's really really good it's so good so did you like buy all the episodes or what'd you, what'd you do yeah so like i downloaded it i played it and then i just bought the next wings for the next week so every week i'll probably be talking about this but this week was the arachnid quarter the spider wing and uh the three bosses so but there's only like five wings in total right like it's not ongoing yes forever? no five total okay yeah cool but uh, yeah, I've been playing that kind of a fun way to actually play that game again because I stopped playing it online against people just because I don't, it just hasn't been fun for me recently. I've been playing it for a while now since beta, right? So it's like kind of tired of it, but this was a brand new thing and it's kind of just like boss fights sort of thing. So that's been pretty cool. And then... They added some class challenges. They're adding new cards in with this. So it's been cool getting the new cards and seeing some new artwork and hearing some new background music as I'm playing and like playing against opponents that are really tailored to just kick your ass in heroic mode. But it's been fun. It's been a good time. I'm really enjoying that so far. And that's it. That's all I'm talking about. Okay. Um, What have I been playing then? I don't know. I'll mention Golden Sun 3 real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've just been playing that on the train. I'm on the final boss now. So I'm about to finish that game. That's the thing is I started that game almost five years ago. Wait, wait, what? Four years ago. Came out four years ago. I bought it the day it came out, which would have been 2010. Okay. So almost four years ago. To be fair, you know, I kind of obviously stopped playing it for the longest time. Yeah. So when did you start um, back up? Might be the better question. I uh would have been in the last two months, and it was just it was actually I started playing it um once I finished up a Tomodachi Life. I was like, all right, I need something on my DS while I'm on the train. I still haven't finished this thing. So uh, yeah, I've been uh, I've been playing that, and I'm about to finish. It looks like it's going to take me. Just over 25 hours will be my game clock time. That's short for an RPG. Even a handheld one. I, I'd have to go back and see how long the first two were. Um, and I'm definitely doing like almost everything in that game. Maybe, so. maybe it just felt like the other Golden Suns were longer. Maybe. There's a big like kind of twist at the end that I totally saw coming. Like it's, 
it's almost one of those twists that it's like, is this game made for kids? Because, like, who couldn't see this coming? Like, anyway, I won't get into it if anyone's playing Golden Sun. But, um, yeah, Golden Sun's great. I'm about to finish that game. It'll be nice to finally put a bow on Golden Sun 3. Um, I've been playing more Strider. I talked about this the last few episodes. Nice. That game is still just a great podcast game because the story is who cares and you just have to hit the square button. But you're in future Russia. You have to save future Russia from the future Russians. I guess. Like, hey, I'm having fun with it. It's just the story is completely non-existent. It's basically like, can you hit square really fast? (laughs) Go for it. Just, Just keep hitting square. And you just, like, never stop running. That guy just, he moves all the time. There's, like, a sense of speed to that game that I just, I really enjoy. Because he's, like, you know, you do a jump, and he's doing, like, three flips. Or he's doing, like, a back handspring. Or he's latching onto a wall. Like, I just love the movement. And there's really tight air control on how you move. Like, it almost feels like Meat Boy in how tight his air control and just the control of the character is. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. And, you know, you're sliding around, and I'm just, I just never stop moving, basically. And I just feel like this amazing machine of robot destruction um i wish there was kind of more like exploration because it's metroidvania-esque but it seems to be more like you can kind of go back but it's more like you'll be able to kind of find everything for the most part so i kind of wish there was more of a reason to go back to like the first areas but as opposed to just kind of continuously pushing me forward and then i started up south park this week oh good choice um i'm only an hour into it um enjoying it so far though it's fine i can definitely tell that i'm missing a lot of the jokes as someone who's like has seen like a episode of south south park 10 years ago oh so you don't even like recognize the characters well obviously i know the characters just because they exist in pop culture Mm. right like i don't think there's anyone like alive that doesn't know that kenny gets killed a lot or something but like do you know timmy or jimmy I know someone shouts Timmy. I don't okay. know Jimmy. <laughs> that's a no then. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's a no to that question. All right, it's sure. Fine. No. But um so like obviously there'll be jokes like you open up a like a random person's house and it's like a dude jerking off on his couch and it's like, okay, that's that's a joke. No, that's, there'll be a- that's literally just the joke, is that yeah. No no, that's what I'm saying, is that's that's the joke. Whereas there'll be other things where you'll open up something and you can obviously tell, like, oh, this is a reference to, you know, something in South Park that I'm just not getting the joke. But, like, to me, it's more of like, well, that was just kind of gross. And I guess that's kind of still a joke. But, if, you know, if I had a, any kind of attachment to the show, I'm sure it would hit on a, on a higher note. Do you have, like, an example of that? Um, I don't know. It's, like, I'm trying to think. It's been a few days since I was playing. Um... Like, uh, okay, there's, like, a Chinese food restaurant or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, Shitty Walk. And, yeah. and it's called Shitty Walk, and you, and obviously it's, like, okay, this clearly this has been, like, in the show before, and I bet this is, like, a full character. Yeah. Where, yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, to me, it's just, okay, because it's racist accent, he's saying shitty and stuff. That's a joke. Okay. Well, that's still sure. the joke yeah. for that character, to be fair. No, but, so. I'm, but I'm like, but I'm sure there's it's hitting references where a lot of people would be more like, oh, man, it's this guy. I totally loved when he said shitty walk. Sure. Plus this okay. other thing, you know, so 
I just I'm sure all of these a lot of these jokes are either they're not I don't know if they're going over my head, but they're just like not hitting where they could be. So I don't know. It's just kind of an interesting experiment to see what's going on. The game seems fine. It seems pretty easy, actually. Yeah. Um, which I you know I, I didn't hear it was challenging or anything. So I just did I just did the shitty walk thing where you go and fight like the Mongolians. Mm-hmm. I did that. So I got a I got a gas mask, so I can't get pepper sprayed. Did that. I haven't really done a ton in that game so far. Is there any reason to take a poop in the toilets? No. You can no. does the poop you can pick it out. You can pick it, it out of the toilet, weapon. and then it's basically like a poison attack. You can throw it at an enemy. Okay, because I've been taking it because like I take everything in that game. Sure. Like it's it's basically Bioshock. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Can I open this box? Grab everything. I don't care what's in there. Well, it's Obsidian. And, they sure did do Bioshock too. And um, I was going to say, and that's another one of those things where a lot of the things in the drawers and stuff, I don't think, like, they're just considered junk. And I don't even think you can use them, right? No, they're pretty much for so, selling. Yeah. So, but there'll be all these very specific items where it's like, I don't know what this, what this is or why this is funny. Which it's like, I'm sure this is from, like, very specific episode number, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like 90% of the junk you'll pick up is literally a reference to some random thing from an episode. Exactly. So to me, they're literally just junk. (laughs) Like, I, so I guess, yeah, I guess that's completely lost on me. But then every now and then you'll get like a dildo and you can kind of craft like, oh, this was in the parents' room. What's going on there? What? And then, yeah. Yeah, and or this is a really weird sex toy. What's going on? Anyway, so yeah, South Park. I'll probably play a bit more of that. Um, actually, this is kind of weird. So Paul and I were talking about this. So I'm I'm playing your copy of it from you know Steam sharing. For some reason, there's a whole bunch of saves on my system. Just like how weird is that? Right, and there's a bunch all from this specific date that Paul wasn't even playing. So they're not even like. It's not even his data. I have no idea where this data came from. So it could be someone else's who was just sharing it and it's just like cloud saved? I I have no idea. Paul, is so, has someone else shared your South Park copy? Nathan may have? I'm not sure. Okay. He never we'll said anything about it though, yeah. But either way, it shouldn't have cloud saved the save file to my machine, right? That's never happened before. Yeah, Maybe that's weird. Any games that had that feature? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I do not know what to tell you. Keep, yeah, keep in mind, sure. didn't South Park have all those Uplay issues when it came out, too? I haven't seen anything Uplay online. Yeah, I don't remember any Uplay stuff. I thought that's the reason people were complaining about the PC version of South Park was the Uplay stuff. Could be. I don't remember. I'm like, a, um, unless I'm confusing it with Child of Light, it might have been Child of Light that had that problem with the PC version. Uh, I never played Child of Light. No idea. I didn't play Child of Light either. So all I know is that when I click on the South Park game in my Steam library, it automatically starts up and I can play. And that's all you need. That's all I need. <laughs> I know Watch Dogs had some weird Uplay stuff. Watch Dogs yeah, it is. It could have been anything I was thinking of, but South Park. So. Yeah, okay. Watch Dogs has very much all the Uplay stuff where you can't run it through Steam. It opens up Uplay. And that new Walking Dead episode came out, and I haven't played it yet. I really want to. 
Anyway, we should move on to the news. Let's do it. Yeah. This is a whole bunch of it. And the first thing I'm going to do, because I didn't write it down, so I don't want to forget it. The Destiny beta is open to everybody now. Sure. Oh, is it? Yeah. So you don't need just, codes? They, correct. You no longer need the code. They announced that this, this is kind of evening-ish, I guess. Afternoon, evening-ish. How long is it going for? I don't know. <laughs> I'd like the to know news, ladies and gentlemen. It. Good night. <laughs> I'd like to know of it for when I get home because I'd like to play Destiny. You can play it right now, dude. I have to pack. You, well, I'm just saying you could play it right now. I'm also podcasting. Oh, you know what? You're making that choice. I will leave the podcast right now and go boot up my Xbox One and go play Destiny. Xbox on. <laughs> Shit, it worked. <laughs> um, it worked. It's Actually, it. cool thing about that is when I was downloading it on my Xbox, it uh, after two percent of the install, it already said ready to start. Nice. So that's pretty cool. Um, Paul, actually, you have a bunch of the news first. Why don't you run through your stuff? Oh, okay. One of them is mine. <laughs> One of them is, in fact, yours. First of all, uh, international four is over. Team newbie right. was crowned the best. Dota team in the world. I assume Team Newbie is not actually made of newbies. No, in fact, they are kind of a super group of a lot of really good Chinese players. That seems that seems like anticlimactic. It is. It's one hundred percent the most anticlimactic, considering what. mm, Sorry, go ahead. Was it a good finals? (laughs) Like, was it exciting? Uh, you know what? For Chinese Dota, yes, it was. Wait, are you saying there's like a subset of Dota? There was. Chinese Dota was very slow and meticulous and like really long games and just kind of nothing really happened a lot. This time it was kind of like they were just unleashed or something. It's almost like somebody told China, yo, you guys play really slow and it's boring. And this year they had to make an example of themselves or something because they just went at it like crazy. And it was really fun to watch. But um. Yeah, I don't know. They kind of swept it. Like, they lost the first game in the finals, and then they took the next three in a row and won. <laughs> so, that it is it is what it is, I guess. I was planning to watch the finals just to be like, you know, if there's something to watch, it's the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, then I, I completely forgot. Sure. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're so. not really into it, you'll just forget. Like, it's totally fine. But um, I heard good things about like the the actual like newcomer stream, like like the dumbed down stream. Sure. So I didn't get a chance to look that up either, though. Yeah. Dota. I don't. I don't. I don't understand Dota two. People play so. and somebody wins and goes away with ten point eight. Was it million dollars? I think I thought they broke the it, w- it wasn't a grand prize of ten point eight, right? It wasn't the grand prize like five million. No, I don't think so. Like the overall was it was over ten million, but not just one team that, got that. that. Was wasn't it like split pool, up? Yeah. The prize yeah. pool. So I think wasn't first place like five million or it, something? Yeah, it might have been. So yeah. Yeah, five million. Did they no, they didn't break eleven million. They got really close though. No. For the pool. But Jesus, that's so much fucking money. That's yeah, that's a lot of money. <laughs> that is a lot of money. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know what? I'm just gonna say that's too much money. That's too much money. I yeah, completely like, agree with you. It is way too yeah, much money. Like, th- that's probably going to corrupt that person, and they're going to just, like, they're just going to spend it all on Tomodachi dust. <laughs> and, uh, on Tomo? 
not, not another death. <laughs> yeah, too much he's gonna lead to another. Again. Yeah, <laughs> he's not gonna Jesus. be as a thing next year. He died doing what he loved, making a funny face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he never stopped trying to perfect his funny face, and he was always open to criticism. Oh, that's what I like about him, and I'm gonna miss him. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, um, Uncharted just on the tomb on the tombstone is just an engraving of his funny face. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> and he asked for that in his will because he's like, I don't want people to be sad when they come to re- like you know respect my memory. I want them to know that hey, I'm still trying. No, it says underneath on the underneath the funny face. What do you think? And then you just kind of scratch into the tombstone whether you liked it or disliked it. No, no, no. It says what do you think? And then on the left it says yes, and on the right it says no. And you put a line under which one you stand on. <laughs> <laughs> and like, there's like seven on on the yes, but there's like four on the no. <laughs> oh. Jesus! All right. All okay. those graveyard vandals. Anyways, um, Uncharted movie gets a release date. Yay! 2016. They haven't announced, li- like, anything else. We just know that there's an Uncharted movie. We don't even know if it's CG, live action. I think it's going to be live action. I, I, I think that's I hope it is. Maybe that's... I wouldn't I don't entirely know. be against a CG Uncharted movie, because then it would still be Nolan North doing Nathan Drake. I guess I couldn't care less about Uncharted or Nolan North. So wouldn't this just be like Indiana Jones? I would hope so. That's what I'm kind of in for. Just another like pulpy sort of adventure movie. So at that point, isn't the adventures of Tintin just the movie you want? Because that was basically Indiana Jones. Sure. Animated (laughs) and more silly. But Nathan Drake's not a reporter. He's a Right. Anyways, is Nathan Drake a treasure sheath? No, isn't he like? Isn't he actually like a, like an archaeologist or something? Like, doesn't he have like no, a? No, not even close. Are you? He is. He is a thief. That's his at his his profession. It, well, tre- I could have sw- probably treasure hunter is what he'd probably say, but by definition, I would say Nathan Drake. I could have sworn he had like an actual real profession. Mass murderer. Mass murderer <laughs> is definitely his profession. Yeah, but he just he doesn't put that on his business card. Obviously, he calls that treasure hunt. No, he just puts thief on his business card. Yeah. Anyways, June tenth, two thousand sixteen. That's coming. It's not even his business card. It's literally someone else's business card he stole and wrote on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know he's a good thief. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he hands you your own business card. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh damn, he's good. <laughs> um. Okay. PlayStation 4 gets the three. The next update is going to be the 3D Blu-ray support. So, so for finally supports proper 3D TVs. Yeah, I, I suppose so. So everybody that was waiting to watch their 3D movies, like that Resident Evil movie, on their TV, now's your chance. Jaws 3D, man. Now's you, time. <laughs> Jaws 3D. Brave and Wreck-It Ralph in 3D. Hmm. I own the Shrek series because it came with my television in 3D. Nice. 
Saul's. It, is it? And by, <laughs> and by came with your television, you mean that was the first thing you bought before you had the TV. No, you were it, like, it actually, one day, guys. It actually did come with the television because it was like, hey, you, you're buying a 3D TV. Here's stuff to watch on it. I was like, it was more like okay. you bought those movies and you're like, well, I guess I need a 3D TV. Right. To watch these right. bad boys. Actually, the TV came with the movies. That's how that worked. <laughs> yeah. It was a really good pack-in like, deal, man. Right. Yeah, exactly. Also, Coraline. Like, Remember Coraline? Yeah. It's terrifying, great. right? That movie, no, the button that eyes. Oh, those button eyes. God damn. I love that movie. It's good. Have it's you, really good. I'm excited. I'm excited for their next one. Box rolls. Yeah. It should be good. Yeah. I think. I hope. I don't know. Anyways, those guys, yeah. Boss Key, you know Boss Key. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, they're my favorite studio. I love all their games. Right, exactly. They reveal some new high, some new people that are gonna be the senior hires there. You got some Gears of War people, obviously, because why wouldn't you? You got some. Looks like Grand Theft Auto. Oh, IT director. Who cares about that? Uh, <laughs> Ghost Recon Future oh. Soldier. Some pe- some guy worked on that. Some Far Cry Four. What do you think of about that, huh? Some people that have actually made video I don't know, that games. Game's not out, so like I don't know. For anyone not remembering, Boss Key is Cliff Bozinski's new studio. Uh, new studio. Yeah. Yeah. Do we know the names of any of these people, or is it just they got people from Epic? They got yeah. No, the scene says their names. Senior producer is Chris Melky. Or whatever. Joshua Parker, senior gameplay programmer. Chris Wells, a senior character artist. Shane Smith, the IT director. James Hawkins, senior concept artist. And Sarah Asby, uh, executive assistant. Yeah, most of the people seem to work on all of Gears and Fortnite and Unreal. Yeah. Whatever happened to Fortnite? Is it still? It's still coming out, right? It's still coming out. In fact, I believe they just showed stuff at some at something recently. There's been a lot of things going on. Something that John's been at probably, and he's the one asking. <laughs> just no, like I walked right by the Fortnite thing every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just cut to John, just like. Where is it? But he never turns in this one direction yeah. in which the booth is was, there just flashing. The staircase all along. Where's where's John's panel? Oh, go past the Fortnite booth that takes up a full block and then turn left. It's actually inside of the Fortnite booth. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um and I made a mistake earlier when I said all those gears guys uh, epic guys uh, Microsoft owns Gears now, so Epic is not really connected to that. Just correcting myself. Right. Okay, I got some news. Mm-hmm. How do you like the idea of a Tomodachi life coming to Super Smash Bros. 3DS? How many funny faces are in it? All of them. Idea. Powder everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, I have no idea, but just that's a new stage, and I don't know, man whatever right isn't like yeah me, isn't that just isn't that just like a me stage like hey we made a me stage yeah pretty like much. me suck someone you in just, the chat said like tomonochi life sold really good like 185,000. oh dude i believe it i bought it like <laughs> come on no i could see it doing pretty well sure. but i just i don't really like that game <laughs> so whatever just everything about this news thing seems like it wasn't made for me like Tomodachi Life Stage, eh, announced for Super Smash Brothers. Oh, okay. 
but whatever. Yeah. I'm not a fan of either, really. Yeah, I was gonna say, so, not, nothing's gonna get you hype quite like... Tomodachi life, right? I know, like, the one thing that, you know, it wasn't all of the cool characters from stuff I do love, they've announced. It's this Tomodachi life stage. <laughs> That's what's gonna get me. Uh, next bit of information is actually, or news is actually pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> there's a settlement, or a settlement might be going on from that PlayStation hack back in 2011. Right. The one that lasted like a month long. Well, the settlement's so, been approved. It has, has not been approved. Uh, That's what this. I read that it was approved like just yesterday. Yeah, I read that too. That the courts approved their settlement. It's going to cost them like six billion dollars, or <laughs> not that much, but quite a lot. No, the the one I had was fifteen million. Um, Weird. I don't know. The story I have says that this was a proposed statement. Hang on. Maybe I I could have misread it. So that might be on me. I don't know. I thought it said that they had settled. Oh uh, yeah, the update says it's a proposed settlement. Yeah, so this is a pr- the thing is, is it's proposed by from Sony. So this is what Sony wants to do, right? Um, so they the courts people- haven't accepted it then. No, this okay. is just what they've. This is what Sony's saying. You know, this is what we'll do for people. You know, whatever. Um, so this is it's mainly for if people any ever like actually got a negative part from that hack because a lot of the, for most people it was just I can't play my games online, right? Um, but obviously it was a hack, so a lot of th- information did get out there. So I'll go through the uh, six bullet points here of what you can get. Um, so if you didn't get anything from the Welcome Back campaign, which, I don't, what was that? Oh, that was when you got a free That's game, where they gave free, you free games, yeah. They gave you for like four, three, was it like five games? Yeah, so you had to, you got to choose between like Little Big Planet, Infamous. I'm trying to remember what I got. I got Super Stardust HD. I think I got Wipeout HD. I don't remember anything else I got from that. Anyway, um, but uh, who were active account holders, uh, you can choose between two of the following freebies. A free PS3 or PSP game. (laughs) That was a very Uh, awkward pause. Holy cow. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because when I I first read this, I was like, wait, are you serious? Oh, game right there. Um, Man, some free PS3 themes. I know, guys, right? Yeah. And then uh, three months of PlayStation Plus. Don't worry. Some of these actually get better. Um, and then these claims are only on a first-come, first-served basis. Once Sony has given out $6 million of games, themes, and subscriptions to folks, the deal is off. And then everyone after that will get one month free of PlayStation Plus. Um, if you did get free stuff from the Welcome Back campaign, so me... This is all right. Now I gotta pay attention. You can choose one of the one of the above option games instead of two. Okay, so I got a free game coming. Sweet. Uh, and that offer's okay. capped at four million dollars, mm-hmm. and you get the same one month of PlayStation Plus. Anyone with an active account who lost unused uh, PlayStation Store credit gets their balance. If their balance was over two dollars, they get the money back. If you were a Netflix or Hulu Plus subscriber at the time, um, you're eligible eligible for three free months of PlayStation Plus and anyone able to prove that they had their identity stolen as a result of the hacks is uh, eligible for up to $2,500 
Damn. So. I get a free game. Cool. Sweet. And I, I guess I get two because I didn't pick up any of those free games last time. Yeah. No. I didn't either. So. Did you get two free games, man. Sweet. They'll probably be just as old as those ones they offered. Yeah, probably. But then probably. you could have so, a yeah, digital I, version. I remember when I remember when the original list came up. It was like these are old, and I played them like all. I don't yeah. care. Right. Exactly. Anyway, so more on that stuff. Okay, now I was posting these news stories so quickly, I don't remember what they're about. So we're going to find out together. Oh, right. Okay. That new Tomb Raider uh, Temple of the Osiris yeah. coming out in December. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. That's, that's, I'm that's looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, I, li- I liked Guardian of Light. It was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I had some fun with that game. Sure. What's this next, next news story is, oh, PlayStation has announced the Play 24... Um, the, bundle event, summer event promotion, basically. right? Yeah. <laughs> because Summer of Arcade is done. If you haven't noticed, yeah, I didn't um, anything about it this year. Well, also because on Xbox One they stopped calling it arcade games, right? They're just games now. Oh man, I sneeze! <laughs> <laughs> mm, nope. Quick, man, time. that's the that's the worst. When it's okay. All right, so the games are on uh, July 29th is Rogue Legacy. All right. August 5th is The Swapper. Yep. Right. August 12th is Ho Hokum. Yep. And August 19th is Counter Spy. Oh, yeah, that's the one I played. Those are pretty good. I've heard great things about those last two. I've heard good things about Rogue Legacy. Paul, you like Rogue, Rogue Legacy. Rogue Legacy is fantastic. It's really good. And I think The Swapper is fantastic. The Swapper is These so all... good, too. Yeah. Yeah, Swapper's real good. Um, if you buy any two, you get $3 back. If you buy any three, you get $6. And if you buy all four, you get $10 back. You also get a discount if you pre-order it. I'm not sure if that's for everybody or just PlayStation Plus. But I know if you have PlayStation Plus, you get like, uh, th- like basically um, 20% off the price. Right, yeah. Which is nice, and, for sure. And the retail price for them, Rogue Legacy, is going to be... Uh, standard price of seventeen bucks. The swapper is twenty. Hohokum is fifteen. Counter Spy is fifteen. I think that's pricey for the swapper, considering it's been in so many like humble bundles. I agree with you one hundred percent. But some people don't play games on their computer, so I guess I guess. And also, these games are all cross buy for all three yeah. Sony platforms. That's wow, real all cool. Three. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty nice. Pretty nice indeed. And. Okay. Because I wasn't going to get Rogue Legacy because I already have it, but I wouldn't mind having it on my Vita. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you'll basically get money back for it anyway, so yeah. why not? True. And if and you have PlayStation Plus, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you're saving a good amount. Yep. What's this next news story? Oh, uh, The Room is coming to PC July 28th. Yes. Ah, my favorite Tommy Wiseau movie. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh hi, Mark. <laughs> I, I love so it. Face any- I'm working on. Wizzo's <laughs> been on the Tomo for too long. Oh man, that explains a lot, though. Yeah. Um. So if anyone wasn't able to play that on a mobile platform, <clears throat> on a mobile platform, they can now play it on the PC. You guys should do that. The room is great. For sure, get it. One hundred percent. Next news story. Oh, Dance Central Spotlight. Yeah. Uh, we got a bit of information on that. Nice. So that is the downloadable Dance Central game um, that Harmonix announced at E3. I believe it was the only game at the Microsoft Press Conference 
that relates to the connect that was mentioned. Yeah, anyway. I think Fantasia was like super briefly mentioned. Well, I, maybe, and maybe if it was like Harmonic said, we're also doing Fantasia. I, I think that's what happened. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's coming out September second on Xbox One. Uh, the game will be ten dollars and come with the following ten songs. Do you want me to go through all the songs? I know two of these songs. Avicii's "Wake Me Up." I've probably heard that. Cher Lloyd's "I Wish." I don't know what that is. David Guetta featuring Sia. I don't. Okay, do I know any of these? Yeah, you know Lord Royals, obviously, because everybody in the world has been listening to it. I don't know Royals. I know some other Lord songs. Happy is in there, of course. Something with Justin Bieber. Hashtag that power. Oh, God. There's actually a hashtag in the title. Oh, my God. Awesome. Oh, Diamonds by Rihanna. I know that's right. Yeah, that and Lord Royals are the only two I know on this whole list. So there's that. Hmm. Ooh, B-52's Love Shack. DLC is expected to be $2 per song. Icona Pops, I love it. I actually really like that song. Sure, yeah. The DLC is better than the 10. There we go. Yeah. Anyway, and I believe if I remember correctly, all the old songs will transfer up to this one, I think. Add-on content from previously purchased versions of Dance Central for Xbox 360 are Spotlight compatible. Cool. Easy loaded into the forthcoming game. And on top of that, Spotlight features an expanded fitness mode with special dance routines authorized to focus on strength and cardio. So get your groove on. That means I can dance a poker face. Hooray. Or Pitbull. I know you're all about you know, Pitbull. You know I love me some Pitbull. I know. I don't actually know any Pitbull songs, otherwise I would have sung some for you right now. There's that one where he goes, one, two, three, four, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, and then starts singing. I, okay. You know I want you. Hey, oh, go. that I one! Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any lyrics to that anyway. Well, he counts. So if you know how to count, you know the lyrics. To Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it never works out for me. Uh, the next Xbox One update has bringing new fe- uh, features. Uh, the list of them are f- updates to the activity feed. No one cares about that. Expanded friends area on the home. I guess that's kind of okay. Mobile purchases. How was that not already there? A low battery notification. How was that not already there? Disable notifications during video. Again, how was that not Good there? Good to know that okay, they're getting their like launch date things out now, I finally. Mean, it's only been out for almost a year. That's it? Now they're they're getting 3D Blu-ray came, support as well. It came out in November, so it's actually pretty close to Yeah, it is. I was just being sarcastic. Okay. And a last seen time in the friends list. For example, last seen 20 minutes ago playing Forza 5. Great. Great. Yeah. Xbox One. <laughs> How is there not a low battery indicator already? What are you doing? There wasn't really one on the <clears throat> Xbox 360, though. Like your controller flash. That was it. Oh, that's, dude, that's, that's right. <laughs> there really wasn't. So I assume this is going to be like a Wii, Wii or Wii oh, U type deal we, where it's just like, your battery's low! Just kind of starts Wait, are you sure? Like a little screen. pop-up that didn't say like controller, like player one's controller is low or something? Because like it, the Wii even had that. No, the Wii had that. The Wii was the only one that had Or no, the PS3 had that no, too. The PS3 had that too. Yeah. yeah, I know the PS4 has it because I've been playing it a lot. I think the Xbox just noticed when your controller disconnected from no longer having battery. 
Yeah, that was it. And it. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> wow, I never even thought of that before. That's ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> Alright, last one. This is probably the most actual interesting story. So, this is just in Europe, from what I understand so far. But <clears throat> Google has looked into their app marketplace, and a number of people were complaining about the concept of these free-to-play games with in-app purchases aren't really free. Like, sure, from like you know the technical definition, they are free. You can download the game for free. It'll be on your phone for free. But in order to actually like play it in any meaningful way, it's not free. You have to do these in-app purchases. Um, because of this, Google, again, just in Europe is the only thing that has passed so far, is going to stop calling these games free on their right. on their marketplace. Europeans are very litigious with uh, false advertisement, so I, it makes sense that they would do that. This is great. It is. It's fantastic, actually. I would hope we would get it here. And again, this is just on like the Google Play Store and and stuff like that. Um, Apple has come forward and said, you know, in iOS eight, which will be coming out this fall, they're going to have something. Um, to help combat combat this, it won't be the same, but they've outlined some of their features like we're going to have like uh, parent accounts versus child accounts. So if the child is playing, um, it'll you know push to the parent's phone saying, hey, your kid wants to buy this you know coin doubler. Will you approve the purchase, basically? Which I guess that does help because like I guess, you know, like the main issue with a lot of kids just being like, oh, sweet, free game. I'm going to just play this. And the parents like, oh, cool. He got a free game. Good for him. And then the person's like, or then the kid's like, I'm just going to buy all this stuff in there. Like, whatever. What's a credit card? I don't know. But, you know, if you have your credit card tied to it, it'll just punch through. So, you know, I've seen tons of horror stories of parents getting crazy phone bills from like a jetpack joyride. Stuff like that. So this is great. I doubt this is going to be coming to North America anytime soon, um, but it should. That would be nice. So, sure. I thought that was pretty interesting. Do we want to make mention the whole like Google buying Twitch thing? Yeah, I was about to ask if you didn't. Did that happen? It's been officially confirmed today. Google yeah, buying Twitch for like a couple, a few hours ago, one billion. Yeah. Huh. So, watch out, I streamers. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't. Do you think they'll get like their bots running through streams? Though it makes sense for video content because it's a stationary thing. Streams are always going. I don't know. I, have, I honestly have no idea. The only thing that worries me with about YouTube or sorry, Google owning Twitch is that now companies are going to slam Twitch. For the same problems that YouTube went through. Yeah. And yeah, that, I guess that so that's what you're talking about when we had our conversation beforehand, and I just didn't know that this happened. Um, yeah, what if you're playing music or something copywritten? Right? I mean, don't play copywritten music then. Yeah, tra- but, traditionally but, it's frowned upon, but like, I think within reason it's okay, but like, there's, well, there's I know so we, many on, weird things y- about it. <laughs> On YouTube, it's like 30 seconds, that's too much. Your All your audio gets taken down. Yeah. Yeah. I know there was um, people talking about the idea that there might be a Twitch partner program where they can just pay a fee sort of thing, almost like you would if you were a radio DJ and just have access to like a library of music that you could use. 
but I... That's not a bad idea. Like, it's not a bad idea, but it's... The music industry is very archaic in the way they do stuff, and they need to be on board with this. <laughs> like, they don't generally seem to like the internet for anything unless it means money through iTunes. Otherwise, you should be buying the CD, you dumb kids. That's what you should be doing. I don't know. I, I have two other points. One is that would totally suck if we start getting stuff like, this video is not available in your region. Because I always this hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the second one is, we're only saying a bunch of the negative things. For all we know, they're, they might just not touch Twitch. They might know what they have is good there and leave it alone. They might make it better. Like, we shouldn't be so cynical. Oh, no, I'm not being cynical. I love this idea. <coughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate here because I think Google should own everything on the internet. <laughs> okay. There will be good aspects of this buyout. I'm just, it just depends on what they end up doing. Yeah, it's true. Better servers, nothing else. That's what we want. Maybe everyone will have to have a Google Plus account to don't comment. don't. No, why? they said they were going to back off on the Google Plus stuff, so I don't see them fucking with Twitch that way. Why didn't they just buy Facebook or something? <laughs> like Google Plus is just so bad. Pro- Facebook probably wanted too much or was only being privately traded at that time. Yeah, but Google makes money. They don't. There isn't a price. Yes. I don't know. Was, they probably there was didn't want it. Going on that apparently, like Facebook's price is like as high as like Coke's now or something like that. Really? Wow. So I, I was in the bank today, and there's like here's a news article: Facebook's actually making Mad Bank worth a lot of money. It's like, oh, go figure, why, right? Why? <laughs> have you guys seen those Coke cans that have names on them? Yes, I've had a number of them tweeted to me because they've had my name on it. Because they had John on it? Yeah. <laughs> like, the- <laughs> like the most common name? I was going to say. <laughs> like, that. there's a good chance that was the first name they printed. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I've had it tweeted at me. It's a couple true. Times. <laughs> oh. I, was, I bring that up because uh, a co-worker had one that said, it said, share a Coke with, and then the name was BFF. Oh. My favorite friend's name, BFF. Oh, I love yeah. BFF. I, I love hanging with Biff. Yeah, uh, excuse me, it's Biff. No, there's Biff. No, there's... Yeah. It was Buff. It, maybe, maybe it's Buff. I don't know. Depends how. I don't know. Depends what country you're from and your accent. Biff is really Buff. Wasn't? Isn't? Isn't there a character named Biff in something? Uh, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. There we go. Tan- Boom. Biff Tan- Got it. Biff Tannen. Biff Tan, that's right. Uh, let's go on to the questions. All right. Yeah. Emails. So many questions. I'll be right back because I don't know if my Xbox One actually turned off when I yelled at it. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll start without them then. Right. You, you got to um, say where we, people can send the emails. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> it is uh, topdownrespective at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, it's at TDP Podcast. And Facebook is just search top down perspective. Those are the ways to get in touch with us. That's it. Um, I, I mean, I have the email section open, so I'm gonna I'll handle those, and then and you guys. They can the, rest. the only two that w- were in there earlier are in the doc. So uh, there's I have four here, so I don't know what you're talking. You have about. four more. Holy crap! Okay. No, I have four in total. Okay. Are they the ones that are in the so. doc or what? <clears throat> 
Two of them are. Okay. First one from Mario 64 Mario. Would you rather see a SNES remix mm-hmm. or NES Remix 3? Yes. I feel like they couldn't do an NES Remix 3 unless they just got a bunch of third-party games. They kind of used up all the good... They did the good ones in the second NES Remix, so... Yeah. Ooh, that was a bad point you got out. Yeah. <laughs> He's just paused right there. <laughs> At least it wasn't me this time. Oh, he's back. He yeah. Cut out. yeah. Yeah. Do you want to say that again, Paul? Well, they did all the good NES games in the second NES remix. So. So you guys are both saying SNES? Yeah. Or is, what, yeah. If they, what if they can do third party? If they could do good third party, I would totally be down for an NES remix three, but I would probably prefer a SNES remix at this point. I'd pick SNES remix. I'd like some Contra I, in there. I'm going to go NES remix. I would. I would love for them to just like keep going like newer and newer, like with just different consoles. Cause I could, I would love to see polygonal stuff just like kind of busted. GameCube remix. Yeah. But yeah, just like, Hey, we, you know, here's F zero GX, but we just kind of broke it. Like you're racing backwards <laughs> or something. Luigi is running after you. Get away from him as fast as you can. I think that could be super interesting. I feel like that'd be way like, more work than what they would want and get out of it. Yeah, probably. It'd be great, though. I agree. Um, let, all right, let's just finish up the email questions. Paul writes in, did you see Boyhood yet? If you have, what did you think? If you haven't, why haven't you seen it? Go fucking see it. Seriously, go watch it. I have no idea what he's talking about. I haven't seen it yet because I have a fucking job. <laughs> I'm probably, I might see it this weekend. It's a movie that took like 12 years to film. It looks real cool. It does. The reviews are like 97%. It's insane. Is that hype machine or like legitimate, do you think? I don't know. This is Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it's Rotten Tomatoes and it's whatever. Okay, <laughs> sure. They they don't follow any pattern, so it's probably good. It's I bet it's good. I hope it I'm is. I'm hearing great things. So. I'd love to see it, yeah, for sure. Ah. Uh. Matthew writes in with the NPD numbers. Does someone else want to read this email? I'm nope. <laughs> I'm going to open up a different email. I, I, Hank I writes can in. do it. I can read it. Well, I'm just going to open up, read a different email while you're opening stuff up. Hank writes in, what are some games that are objectively flawed, but you figured out all of their bullshit when you were a kid and have a strong affection for them? That's a great question, actually. He he gives an example. Okay. For me, there's Spider-Man on the SNES, which was based on the 90s cartoon. That game has some amazing bullshit, like a first boss that you can't actually hurt until you find a secret switch the game never tells you about. <laughs> a bullshit jump under a bridge, which rather than fix, the developers just put a little raft under it so that you have a chance to save yourself. Other jumps that require unintuitive timing mm-hmm. and platforms where you slide off the edge if you're not far enough mm-hmm. from the edge. Right. But me and my friends spent hours blunt forcing through it until we figured out all that shit. And now I love that game. <sighs> Mostly for the feel of the web swinging mechanic and the hilarious music. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the NES. What about that one? It's just... Not very well designed, but you get used to it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'll agree with you on that. Because there's literally... Okay, there's one jump I'm thinking in particular 
that you can just walk over. Yeah, the one on stage three. <laughs> yep, that's the one. I'm like, you're not bringing up like the airfield or like the finding oh, no. the technodrome. Or Dude, there's like so many. <laughs> like, there's so many things. That was just the one that maybe more people could relate to. Because after that, it's like, well, I'm done with this. Throw it out the window or something. I want to say there's got to be some I have, but I just I, I I don't like ever go back to my old games that often. So I probably like didn't even realize it was broken at the time. Um, One that came to mind is just prototype is kind of a pretty stupid game. Um, And I really enjoyed that. I love prototype, but is it like broken or flawed in that way? It's just kind of I don't dumb. Th- I, don't, I wouldn't say it's broken. It's just kind of like super repetitive and ugly and sure. just like <laughs> yeah yeah but for some reason i played through that entire game right um i'll say actually how about how about crackdown one uh that game was definitely broken in a lot of ways in fact i even played a lot of the co-op which was super broken um but i kind of loved but i but i super love crackdown so there's a, there's my one of my answers And then he has a second. I'm just trying oh, to, go ahead. I'm just trying to think of like games that are just broken that I've, I've played so many at this point. I don't think I can actually name one. Turtles, my, right? Turtles might be actually the best example for me as well. <coughs> okay. Second question then: What's a game uh, you like where a version of it on a different console is totally fucked or loses part of what you love about the game? Uh, Gunstar Heroes on like the three PS3 yes. and all that. They you can't revive mid stage. Kind of screws up the multiplayer. Can't uh, isn't it on like the you don't know Jack Steam versions? You can only play with two people. Uh, that was the latest version of it. Yeah, you can only play with two people, and like you sh- and, like, you, you share ha- the keyboard. Yeah, like what? <laughs> what? Now the original you don't know Jacks. Three people shared a keyboard, but like that's also crazy to me. You buzzed in. That's how that worked. You don't buzz in in the new. You don't know Jack. As someone who just only played that 360 one, or well, it's on several consoles, but the one, the console one, most recently, that just seems crazy to me. Well, don't worry. Now they're only making Facebook games, so Uh, that's right. Yeah, the port of Resident Evil Four to computer was really bad. Port of Devil May Cry 3 to computer was really bad. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Uh, there there was a while there where the, <laughs> they were trying to put a lot of games that probably shouldn't be on the Game Boy on Game Boy. Like Mortal Kombat oh. and Killer Instinct? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, can I say every PSP game that's because almost all of them are ports and they shouldn't be? Sure. Like, like I specifically remember playing prince of persia warrior within and just being like how do i even manage this game on this thing <laughs> i remember katamari came out on psp you had to use right, the buttons yeah. to move them yeah oh man i think they released starcraft on like n64 yes they sure did and command and conquer that i, I mean people did like it i was hey, not that Halo people Wars is only on 360 What? So, Halo Wars, it's only on 360. Oh, right. There you go. All right, John, you got those NPE numbers? I don't. Really? <laughs> I I 
forgot what we changed the password to because I haven't had to log okay, into I, email in months. Right. I will just, you know, I'll just post them in the doc. All right, that works. Because I want to read this. All right. These are so long. But hey, thank you for writing in. We always appreciate you doing that. I'm sorry I'm the only one who seems to like the MPD numbers. All right, go. Take Adam. Oh, man, that's a lot of MPD numbers. Yep. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. PS4 for the month of June has sold 269,000 consoles. Xbox One at 197,000. 3DS at 150,000. Wii U right behind it at 140,000. Xbox 360 at 62K. PS3 at 42K. Wii at 19K. And the Vita at 15K. Wii is outselling the Vita. Yeah. Poor Vita. (laughs) Poor Vita. At least the Wii U is doing better. Yeah. It's, It's still behind the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Software Watch Dogs is the best-selling game of June. 240,000 copies on PS4, 154,000 on 360, 137,000 on the Xbox One, and 117,000 on PS3. Funny that- Actually, it says 210,000 on PS4. What did I say? 40. Oops, sorry. But yeah, either way, it's uh, interesting to see that the 360 is outselling the, PS- or the Xbox One, but the PS4 is outselling the PS3 by a lot. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mario, Mario Kart 8 is the best-selling skew or that. <laughs> the ski. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Go on. I can't talk today. Best-selling skew <laughs> at 401k. That means the bundle and the game by itself. Mm. Okay. Tomodachi. Oh, Hulk. speaking of which, public service announcement: you got to register your copy of Mario Kart 8 before like the 31st. Oh shit! I should probably do that. Yep. Or you won't get that free game that you already own. I know. Well, I'm going to give away the free game. So. Yeah. Right. Tomodachi Life sold 175,000 copies. 138,000 of those were retail copies. So that means that that's about like 40 digital, 40,000 digital. Roughly. 39, 39. It, it's actually 37, eight. but. Oh, yes. And it's actually 37,000. I know. <laughs> Actually, only 37 only thir- copies. Literally were only digital. 37. That's it. <laughs> UFC. Who's even re- who's reporting this? UFC, who's was, buying- UFC was one of the major releases last month. Yeah, it was. This, For, this is the one okay. with Bruce Lee in it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like, who? What? Who's playing this game? A lot of people, apparently, because it sold 160,000 copies on PS4 and 118,000 on the Xbox One. Oh, okay. Thanks. Minecraft. Sold Jesus. 151,000 copies on the 360, 144,000 copies on the PS3. Why? What happened? Yeah, that's actually a good question because that what happened with uh, PS4 and Xbox One? I thought those were the versions. Like, did, did they patch it so it's something new was added recently? Like, why is that on here? Maybe. I'm a little curious about this last line he has written here. Farming Simulator plus Transformers for 3DS plus Hyperdimension Neptunia PP plus whatever handheld game released in June all made up less than 7K of sales. Too bad Farming Simulator not leading the pack. Minecraft beating up Farming Simulator. It's a shame right there. What? Yeah. Why are people still buying Wii's? I don't get it. Because they're cheap. They're like under 100 bucks. And they already have a library of games. That's why people bought like PS2s for years after the PS3 was out. Oh, that reminds me. I played your warehouse simulator thing. What'd you think? It's 
it's really irresponsible. <laughs> of course. It's, it's a simulator. What do you expect? I expect that if you're driving a forklift, the main if you have people in your store, they should be obstacles. Like, why are they there? You don't get deducted points, nothing. Like, they don't die. They just go through you. That's that's not even realistic. If right. You're a forklift, <laughs> so, so wait, you, need, you need to get somebody to cordon off the like the aisle. People are not allowed to be in there. You got to like tape it off so the forklift can bring something down. I've seen this. Did you say that they walk through you? Yeah, they're just ghost people. Like they're so just there for you're decoration. Serving ghosts. You're serving ghosts. But this is not the hell version. This is the normal one. <laughs> the, well, the hell version. They're actually physically solid. You can't go through them at all. What? <laughs> why why is a made up version? I, I was joking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. You, I didn't play you were the really upset about that. Holy crap. I, I didn't play the other one, so I don't Wait, know. Is there an actual hell version? Yes. It's yeah. like DLC or an oh, expansion. I this was a joke. No, this is completely serious and it's irresponsible and these people should be held to task. Huh. But anyways. That's weird. May- but maybe like they are ghosts, so it's not a big deal if you drive through them. It's just kind of rude, not just like life well, or death. I don't even know if it's rude. I don't know what the like the you know, yeah. What it was, maybe they what is proper manners to a ghost. right. Maybe they like it. Maybe it's just like oh yeah, walk inside of me. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> Slow like porn music just starts playing in the back. Walk slower, slower. Drop that forklift right through me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, ghosts. Anyway, sorry. Back to numbers. <laughs> sorry. Lifetime to date, We Fit You sold 48,000 copies. Tomb Raider, Xbox One, 99,000 copies. PS4, 179,000 copies? I, Damn. I assume, I suppose it's Xbox One, then 99K. I assume, I assume that's not 199K. No, it's 99K, yeah. Did the Definitive Edition also come to Xbox One? That's the, the one. Okay, I was just, all right, I was just making sure. Donkey Kong Country. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, 285,000 copies. Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13 on the 360, 74K. PS3, 139K. Tales of Symphonia Chronicles for PS3, 77,000 copies. Plants vs. Zombies, I assume Garden Warfare, 360, 295,000 copies. Xbox One, 163,000 copies. Uh, TF. Titanfall, Xbox One. Wow, that says. Are you sure it's not Team Fortress? Yeah, because it's yeah. 160. I'm a little confused reading this because it says 1,010k copies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I assume that means it sold a million copies. A million copies? Yeah. So Titanfall Xbox One sold a million. 360 sold 614,000 copies, which that doesn't sound right. Or maybe it does sound right because there's not that many games on the Xbox One right now. I... Not don't know. No. I have no idea. Infamous Second Son, 648,000 copies on PS4. Final Fantasy 10 H. Actually, Max, The Curse of Brotherhood's on the Xbox One. What more do you need? Right, exactly. It's available for two months. Oh. Yeah, like it's free right now. Like, go for it. Final Fantasy 10 HD, PS3, sold 276,000 copies. Lifetime to date. South Park, the Stick of Truth, 360 version, 289,000 copies. Uh... I guess PS3, 236,000 copies. And Dark Souls 2, 360, 227K, three, uh, PS3, 218K. That's really close, damn. Mario Kart 8, here's the thing I'm a little confused on now. Oh, okay, I see what the breakdown is. 
753,000 copies retail, 885,000 copies overall, which means over 100,000 copies are digital of Mario Kart 8. 132,000 to be exact. Nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, did the same th- I did the same thing earlier, so that's cool. <laughs> and Watch Dogs, uh, PS4 version, 793,000 copies sold. Xbox One version, 500,000. 360, 326,000, and PS3, 255,000. Damn. I guess our strategy of let's put it out on everything works. That, if you nice if numbers. you bought the, the bundle for for Mario Kart 8, did you get like a, a physical copy of the game or a download? Physical. Okay. I wasn't sure about that. Yeah, wasn't Watch Dogs like the most successful Ubisoft game of all time? Yeah, that sounds right, actually. Yeah, I believe, I believe pre- it. it. That happened when during pre-orders. Yeah, because these hmm. these are the NPD numbers, so they don't count PC releases, which I'm pretty, I think it actually probably sold best on PC. It wouldn't surprise me. I, yeah. Well, I think Steam also doesn't share that info. That too. So, but you could have gotten on on UPlay. Oh boy! And that's it for the NPD numbers. Thank you as always for sending those in. All right, and we got a bunch on Twitter. Allison writes. Has Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright been confirmed for North America yet? Yes, it, yeah, it I believe has it has. Release date. I don't, do, I don't remember what it is. I'm looking it up. Cool. Um, a different Allison writes thoughts on the canceled Yogg's Venture game that raised over five hundred thousand on Kickstarter. Did you or anyone you know back this project? We mentioned this a bit last time. We didn't talk about the no. This is a different. A this is a different thing. All right, before we get into Yeah, those, yeah there was kind of this, two stories. Uh, Phoenix Wright versus it, Professor Layton, uh, North America, August 29th. I thought it was late August, yeah. Yeah, so okay. next month. It's pretty much a month away. Yeah, so there was like two things going on with the Yogg thing. We mentioned the first one last week was... Yogg's Discovery was last week. Yogg uh, Ventures is basically like a Minecraft clone sort of thing they want to do. Right. So from what I understand, they tried to get this random game developer to make their game because they're they're known for minecraft stuff i guess on their youtube channel mm-hmm. primarily so it's gonna be yep. minecraft like yep and then when they raised all the money for it the developer said like we we can't make the game and then they just kind of kept the money no you're it's a little different than that so uh yogs cast is with the company i'm with polaris or at least that's like the the partner company they're with. But as far as I'm aware of, this is all like done on their own. So they started a Kickstarter where they wanted to make their own game, which was the Og Ventures. And uh, they got this startup company. I can't remember. Winter or something. Yeah. Winter I can't Wraith. remember. Yeah. Winter Wraith to, uh, to work on the game. And they said that, oh, they're a bunch of like seasoned people who worked on many games before, but they, as a company, they had never made a game before. So they promised all this stuff. They promised basically like they would be like a crazy open world game with like physics and real time physics engine and all this other crazy stuff. But it was essentially like a Minecraft esque sandbox style game. Yeah. Uh, they start putting up. There was a public beta for a while or private beta for Kickstarter backers. They were able to play it. They easily made made their goal. I think three hundred something thousand went into it, something like that. And then there was a bunch of silence for a while. And apparently after a while, uh, the company that was working on the game went bankrupt and dissolved. Uh, I remember reading some stories about the guy who was running the company uh, 
didn't say no to any of the things that the Yogg's cast wanted to put in the game and ended up promising the sky, basically. Worked on it so much that his marriage fell apart. They originally like quit their normal jobs to work on it, and then they couldn't financially support it anymore. It just became like this horrible, mismanaged nightmare, basically. So now the problem is Yogg's cast is basically putting all the blame on the company. And they're saying that they don't have to really do anything as a result to like pay back the Kickstarter people, but they're going, they're like out of the goodness of their hearts, they're giving away like these other games. Basically the way it's all been worded has become like this weird nightmare. He said, he said, she said disaster of a PR nightmare. Gross. Right. Yeah. And I was hearing a lot of stuff of like, you know, they, when they were first asking for the money, they were really like, you know, saying great things about the developer and really supporting them. And then once the developer kind of messed things up, they're just like, hey, we, we, we're not connected to them. Like, what are you talking about? Which is just kind of odd. Yeah, so legally, they are actually supposed to offer things to people who don't actually get the product. So it's it's a weird situation, and they could get sued. Are, wait, are they on Kickstarter? Yes. Are you sure? I yes, don't think actually, they're legally. It, it, apparently, it pops up on screen as you make a Kickstarter. Like if you if you get the money for this, you have to deliver on the goods. Otherwise, you can legally be sued. How can you be sued? Who's going to sue you? Because in Kickstarter, you're just you're donating. Not quite. You're donating with the promise of getting a something a good in return. If you don't get anything, not even the finished product, then they're in breach of contract. Okay. So as long as they get something with this name on it, basically they're they've 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 covered the contract. Uh, Not that there's a really a contract. Let me see if I can find like the the actual text. Because I know you're not like you know any kind of stakeholder in this project, or it's not an investment or anything. Okay, this is from Kickstarter's FAQ. The question says: Is a creator legally obligated to fulfill the promises of their project? The answer is yes. Kickstarter's terms of use require creators to fulfill all rewards of their project or refund any backer whose reward they do not or cannot fulfill. And it shows links to a picture of what creators see before they launch, basically telling them, yeah, you have to do this, otherwise you're in trouble. This information can serve as a basis for legal recourse if a creator does not fulfill their promises. We hope that backers will consider using this provision only in cases where they feel that a creator has not made a good faith effort to complete the project and fulfill. And Wintercool, K-E-W-L, is the name of the company. Okay, so I guess even if you just kind of, like, gave, a like, you know, a completely random product with the name on it and saying, hey, we delivered, like, sorry, it's not up to your standards, but it's, this is what Yogg's Venture is, the person can say they don't believe the person put their actual self into it and whatnot. So there's, al- there's also some other things like apparently $150,000 of the money went to the Yogscast or a specific member of the Yogscast and that got taken out of the budget because there were promises with the project that weren't being fulfilled. It There's a lot, like I said, a lot of he said, she said, a lot of really weird things that no one is talking about at the moment. Right, and the thing we were talking about last week was the whole they're asking for money from the developers and stuff. Yeah, that's that's a different thing. That's Yog Ventures and that's yeah. also a, a little... Well, that's no, Yogg Discovery. Yogg Ventures was sorry. the game. Oops, what did I say? Oh, you just got the you mix up Yogg. in your head quickly. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right, next question. Michael Jacobs. 
What's your opinion on mods for games? Forum. Yeah, they're the best part of games usually on PC. I'm not even sure if I've played a game with a mod, to be honest. Hmm. But, you know, I'm all for weird mods. That's cool. Yeah, they're great. The community, like, even developers usually recognize that the community usually have better ideas for their products than they do. Yeah, that's why uh, Steam Workshop exists. That's basically mods for games. Yep. Uh, Second question from him. Best way to die in a video game? Guns blazing, going out with style. Trying to think if there's something funny. To the very first risk enemy of, in the game. Risk of Rain always has like a funny line like, when you funny, die. Yeah, like that was like, totally your fault. Or you're like no one will ever know you're where you are or something like yeah. that. I'm trying to think of other ones. Um, I was always disturbed by Leon's death with, by Chainsaw in Resident Evil oh, 4. Oh, man. Most of his deaths in that game were kind of crazy. Yeah, they're really gross. <laughs> that's, but that's really similar to uh, Tomb Raider, the, the reboot. They get pretty gross. Oh, dude, when she's going down that river. No. Yeah, oh, f- and you get like yeah. impaled through... Like, through the, the bottom, bottom of her jaw? Yeah. Oh. That's pre- There's a lot of gross ones for her. Yeah. It's Yeah, okay. I'm going to say that for my answer. For gross. The fatalities in Mortal Kombat are always great. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sure. I'd probably yeah. say that. Just Mortal Kombat. Yeah, okay. Sure. Well, that, Okay, well then, extra question. What's your favorite fatality? Like, legit. My favorite one from, like, the reboot, or, or Mortal Kombat 9, is, like, a really cheesy one. Because, it like, Johnny Cage just, like, splits you in half with a karate chop. And then he's like, and the award goes to, and then he pulls out like a Grammy and just slams the Grammy onto like the stump he just cut into your head. <laughs> and then he just stands there super proud, like, yeah, John- Johnny Cage. I I don't have one. To be honest. I always liked when Liu Kang turned into a dragon and just like would eat someone. So dumb. I, I liked when he dropped the Mortal Kombat arcade machine. Sure, that's that was Raiden, wasn't it? Uh that might also have been Liu Kang. It might have been. I can't might remember. Been, might have been both, actually. It, yeah, it's possible. I can't remember. That also was a while ago. Combat 3 was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's some gross ones, too. Reptiles. Oh, the acid one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kung Lao's, like, saw blade on the ground. Yeah. Oh, that, was, that was the one I remember. Noob Saibot splitting in half was also, like, a super, like, disgusting one. There was something disturbing about Melina, like walking up to like your character all sexy and then just like devouring your face. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like the inflation one, but yeah, no. Oh sure. Because I think is that also Melina or is that Katana? That might be Katana. I can't remember now. (laughs) There's some really dumb and terrible things in those games. Wow. That that's why we play them because they're fucking crazy. Yeah. All right, ne- next question. Marshmallow writes in, what two characters from two different game franchises do you think would make the greatest pro wrestling tag team fighting game characters don't count? Uh, does it matter if they didn't start as a fighting game character? Because then I'd say... Uh, Hagar. No. Yeah, okay. Hagar and anyone else. Because really, Hagar... <laughs> <would be laughs> <a lot of> <laughs> Hagar and anyone. 
Hagar and Hagar from a different final fight. Right. Uh, no. Hagar and Zangief or whatever. But he says Zangief doesn't count. It does in this world. <laughs> that would be that would be the greatest tag team, actually. It would be so good. Um, pro wrestling tag team, two different characters. I'm going to say, I can't remember what his name was. The The only character in, uh, in what the hell was that called now? Enslaved, Odyssey to the West. That wasn't the two, the main guy and girl, the pig guy, Pigsy. Was that just his name? Something like that. Pigsy? Something like that, yeah. And he had his own DLC. Him and Danny DeVito. <laughs> what? I don't Why know. Danny DeVito? Because they would be great together. They could just be like the grossest, slobbiest people. It would be great to watch. Oh, man. I'm going to say Hagar and Frank West. <laughs> Frank West? <Those> are, <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. I don't think you can pick characters that have been in fighting games. Like, at all. But then, yeah. okay. but then that literally like narrows down any... You can't say any Capcom character at that point. Right. Um, Eco and Wander. The greatest tag team. That's, that's the worst tag team. <laughs> well, they're the only ones that haven't been in a fucking fighting game at some point. <laughs> Ev- the last every, two. Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> every Gundam. Every <laughs> Gundam. Like I don't know. I pick Superman and Goku. No, they've been in fighting games. Million fighting games. That was the that was the joke. (laughs) I pick I pick Superman and Spider Man. I pick Superman and Red Sun Superman. I just realized even goddamn Red Trainer, like Pokemon Trainer, has been in a fucking fighting game. Yeah, so you you kind of by not allowing a fighting game character, you've almost ex- excluded like the majority of video game characters i pick i pick batman and, and pikachu but the pikachu is also wearing a bat cowl <laughs> oh. okay new new question andrew writes in what's the most challenging game you played that has been created within the past five years oh super meat boy Really? Was that? La- oh yeah, that was. Last you thought years. you don't think Aben Hawkins is harder than Super Moon? Easier. Really? Okay. So I far, am so far. My I'm completely op- I'm completely opposite of you in that regard. I thought Super Meat Boy is easier than Aben Hawkins. Uh, I want to be the guy stages. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. To be fair, we could just say I want to be the guy. Oh man, this one like came out like it's just oh oh no that's that'd be four years. Uh, v v v v v v. Sure, there's some spots in that that yeah, were that game's real. When hard. you're bouncing ba- up and down, oh man. Fucking Vinny Vitivici. I've done that twice in my life. That? I will never do it again. I did it on what stream. Is that? Really? Did you one shot it? Have, no, God no. Okay, okay. I have, I have proof of me doing it. Okay, cool. Uh, Mary writes in, uh, now that there's been a release date for the Uncharted franchise, June 10th, yeah, uh, with no casting announced, who do we think should play Nathan Drake, Sully, and Elena? Uh, Nathan Fillion. Fillion, yeah. Yeah. 
I don't care who plays Elena. Sully should be Bruce Campbell. Okay, you know what? No, I I can see it because no. Bruce Campbell is actually older than I remember because I always remember him as Ash when yeah, he was young. If you see him on Burn Notice now, like yeah, yeah, he could he I, could probably pull off a pretty good Sully. Uh, he probably actually could. Um, who who? Man, sorry, no? I, I'm forgetting the the actor's name. He plays Alfred in the Nolan Batman. Michael Caine. He should be Sully. That'd be great. Gosh, that also wouldn't be a bad Sully. I think that should. Be, I think that'd be great. Sure. And Elena. Literally, you could pick any blonde female actress, like Jennifer what? Aniston. Uh, no. Okay, maybe within <laughs> some reason. <laughs> there you <No>. go. <laughs> you have to put a little limitation on there. I'm thinking like Selena Gomez. Is this serious right now? No, of course not. I thought this was the top-down perspective, not the up-my-ass perspective. No. <laughs> Calling you out Elena, for Elena, your Selena Elena. Gomez. <laughs> I'm, tra- I'm trying to think. I don't even know what Selena Gomez Why? looks like. Thinking about this right now. She's like, she was like one of the oh, main dude. She's in Spring Breakers. Sure, yeah. No, I just Googled her and now I remember her. She looks nothing like Elena. <laughs> no, not even She's like a Disney child actress. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Elena. We're Elena. putting a lot of thought into this right now. Yeah, I think we should probably move on. Oh, no. I just got it. Okay. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. That'd be fantastic. Actually, yeah, I am completely with you on this. That would be so good. And she even has blonde hair in Edge of Tomorrow, so it like works. I think she'd be fantastic. And I just love her so much. So yeah, I could probably. She's see great. Her. Yeah. And last question: Fruit Puncher writes in, John. How are you aware of when pa- tickets for Pax's Magfest and E3 are available? Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah, Pax. The Pax Prime account always tweets when they're live and tweets a link i think i even told you packs this year uh yeah you did and i got a bunch of people texting me but you were the first yeah twitter's how i find out and stuff so you just gotta gotta follow the accounts but really magfest is the only one that like doesn't really sell out super fast so it's like you can just get them when they're available and they sell for like months you just check their site really yeah that too but usually their Twitter accounts will be like, yeah, registration's open, go for it. Also, do you, like, when we're talking, when you say, like, get tickets for PAX and MAGFest, that's a little different than E3. Yeah, E3's like E3. $1,000. <laughs> so. yeah, E3, you have the show credentials if you want to get in for free. Otherwise, you're paying 1000 bucks. Right, so that's more of an investment. It's more of a business <laughs> deal, yeah. Yeah. And that's it for Eno. That's it. Game of the week. Game of the week. Even Hawkins. And a thousand, thousand and one spikes. Uh, Starbound. Cool. All right. John, are you going to be here next week? Yes. Uh, I'm not going to be traveling till PAX. Nice. Good to have you back. Wait, aren't, you going to, aren't you going to San Diego? After that, I mean. Because I'm back for next week. I get back when oh you leave, you leave tomorrow I leave tomorrow come back Monday 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm not traveling again till PAX Prime comes up. Cool. Which is like a month. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually I get a break. It's nice. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, then all three of us will be here next week. Thanks Woo! for everyone for tuning in. See you then. And uh, we'll see you guys then. See ya.